0: Hello, listener. What you will be listening to is a highly classified recording. A communication between
1: enemies of the state Sir Rollington and Van Rollington. They will be talking to Leo, a very dangerous individual who has information that can result in cataclysmic destruction for the globalist world order. They discuss the existence of Keck, the malevolent Moloch, as well as the true omnipotent nature of order and chaos. In addition, they reveal highly compromising information about Jeffrey Epstein, before taking a dive into the Joker and clown world. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to look into these matters on your own
0: and find the truth. As always, should you or any other listeners be caught or killed, almost positive will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This recording will self-destruct in 5 seconds. 5 4 3 2 1
2: So we got we got with us someone I met like I guess like what like that is four four years ago right no, somewhere around yeah four either. years
1: four yeah that, yeah 2016 yeah
2: four years actually met I well met online on Facebook
1: Facebook group Republic of Kazakhstan
2: yeah they're in the Great Meme War that's right I was a weary traveler I was confused and I didn't know what the fuck these people were doing. And then I found Kekaset, and I was like, "Hey, man, this is kind of cool. Let me, let me, let me travel through here while I'm on my journey." And it was, it was fun, you know. But I was
1: knowledge to pick up.
2: It was, it was only I, I was only on uh, Facebook, though. I wasn't on any like 4chan or anything like that. I was, I was, you know, I didn't dive super deep, but I was, I was there. I was probably like a medic or something. You, know? <laughs> you were the medic. Yeah.
3: You were like, I don't. Uh, I'll I'll heal anyone on each side. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter to me. I, I took an oath.
2: Yeah, I took an oath to help and heal the people. But anyway, hi. so that's that's where we met, fucking Leo. Hello. And um. Hi. Whoa. Well, we. So we we met there, and I, I used to make memes of people and like put them up, and um you were you were fucking hydrocephalus man
1: that's right yeah, yeah no i feel yeah you were definitely in republic of kakistan before i was i feel like because i feel like my understanding of the group was you you both were like high up in the rankings
3: man, we're <laughs> high beam generals
2: yeah i don't know you yeah are. i was a consultant <laughs>
3: <laughs> you don't want to get charged with war crimes
2: yeah no no, yeah, I was just uh, take I wasn't even taking orders. I was just. I was like a recon man. You
1: oh. know? <laughs> yeah, well, it's just interesting to hear you describe yourself as a passerby. When when I entered it, you were up in the rankings. So I feel like you're being modest.
2: I need to. Who who, are, who who has me high in the rankings?
3: He's trying to avoid the Nuremberg trials.
1: Yeah, no, i just. Homeless. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, they're coming. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, they're they're not. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly.
3: Can you imagine uh, like five years from now, they pull up your entire Internet history and they're just all like, can you explain this? Why you made this black man have cross eyes and have an ignorant tweet under him?
1: Yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if that happens. I've conditioned myself to be okay with that because every day I live in fear of that's going to happen tomorrow, you know? (laughs)
2: Like the jackbooted thugs are going to show up and, and condemn you for your fucking Facebook uh, posts?
1: Yeah, man, because, like, look outside, you know? It's all gotten to this point. You, you don't see it steadying after increasing. It's going to continue to increase. You understand? Yeah. What's increasing? I don't know. I I like to think it's chaos, which has to do with cat. you know? And I like to think of that as a good thing but it's not a good thing it's a neutral thing you know pendulum swings in both directions
2: yeah it's just something that's happening it's part of a bigger motion that's just going back and forth and forward yeah going back and forth and forward or it's going round and forward but um I, I and that's something that I'm like pretty big on the whole idea of order and chaos but like first Kekistan can you give like an overview of what Kekistan was or what it was to you and shit
1: beyond the facebook group. let's see all right so i gotta take you back to 2016 um i think i got into it at the very end of the year but but like summer of 2016 i started experiencing dementia Mm -hmm. and it culminated in august and i was diagnosed with a brain condition called hydrocephalus which later became the meme in the group but um I think it was because of LSD abuse in my college years.
4: Yeah.
1: um, Because of like the way spinal fluid works and the way spinal fluid plays a role in the um, condition. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that happened. And my time in recovery post surgery, like, my, my first day of clarity was three months after surgery which is normal for that level of like sedation that you're under for that type of surgery it was fucking election day and i felt god touch me you know that moment because in that time leading up to that moment i'd been invested in conspiracy theories like the podesta emails and and pizzagate like i was i was among the very early like pizzagate group of people like when that exploded yeah and like But at that time, I thought like mass arrests would happen overnight. I had, I would have had no idea that I'd be sitting here four years later, still talking about it happening. Yeah. Would have been nicer if it happened. Trust the plan. Trust the plan, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but it is what it is. Like, so yeah. And then, like, that was the time I got into like tech and shit. Like, that all, like, filled my mind space at that time because I was like rebuilding you
2: know so kek kek is a, is kek the frog is kek a god is kek a country is kek what is that
1: it's a good fucking question um well in ancient egypt there was the frog god kek um you know there are multiple gods it was a, a polytheistic um is that the word polytheistic yeah yeah there's like, like multiple yeah he was the god of uh laughter and chaos right And then, and this, this like Kekistan stuff uh, formed on 4chan because people started tying together Kek, which was like LOL on like World of Warcraft. That was like LOL speak on 4chan at the time, you know, like Kek or cringe, Yeah, that usage of the word. Somebody posted something about ancient Egypt Kek and it caught on. And there are multiple parallels between Keck, the frog god, and Pepe the frog, who was also a popular meme on 4chan, originally not connected to Keck, Mm -hmm. but it just kind of became a symbol. And then all of these esoteric connections started popping up, like, um, for example, Chatelet. You guys know Chatelet. The song. Right? Yeah. Like, S song. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so the name of the group is Pepe.
1: Pepe, point emerging, probably entering, right? Yeah. They're not even... This is 1989, prior to the internet even becoming, like, a thing, you know? And, like, the foundations of the internet with this song, which is an Italian, about digital messaging, digital magic. You know? It's just... It's all there, man. Yeah, and yeah. to
3: make the connection with uh, um, this song, the, the group Pepe, there's a Pepe. frog called Pepe, which then relates back to Keck. So it was all one thing. And then the name of the album of this one that Chatelet was on was called uh, Magic, Magic Sound. Magic Sound.
1: And the, the album
3: artwork yeah, it was a of frog. this
1: record... It's the green frog, and he's holding a magic wand. Yeah. It's just coincidence <laughs> and, upon coincidence yeah. upon
3: coincidence.
1: And there's some... And, like, then you get into the Trump connection. And then it starts to get, like, New Testament biblical. So, Multiple religions start pouring into this thing.
2: What's the what's the Trump connection to uh, to Keck?
1: Well, it starts K- with um, Donald Jr. posting an Instagram meme... Uh, making fun of Hillary Clinton's deplorables line, yeah. and it was like The Expendables, but it said the deplorables. And there were like multiple heads, like you know, Sylv- Sylvester Stallone was like Trump, or like, and then you had Milo
3: Yiannopoulos oh. is on there. Um, yeah, you there know, were a few other right wing the- people on there. I think Bill Maher and uh, Tucker Carlson were on there. Bill Maher was oh, not, not, not Bill Maher. I meant uh, Bill O'Reilly. I was gonna say what maybe.
1: Matter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Maher is a pedophile. We could talk about that later. <laughs> uh, almost positive is not actually,
2: <laughs> Yeah, we're almost positive. Actually, it's let illegality. me let me. Uh, let
1: me oh, oh, is that the we disavow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Dis- oh, that's right. Wait, should I say anything before we like? No, continue? you can. No, no, no. It's yeah, a joke. Is, is that true? We're yeah, almost is, positive. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's okay. This is
2: a safe space for for. Uh, saying whatever the fuck you want to say man what
1: i say okay i got you i got I you say. okay i got worried for a second <laughs> uh, there the uh bill maher i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a tangent for a second just because you brought up bill maher we don't have to get into this i just want to touch on it for a sec bill maher has a video um from an episode of his show where he talks about q and it was after the QAnon q went viral from the um trump rally in tampa florida that i was at and my picture is in Bill Maher's, uh, like bit. Like they show me and my buddy Flynn, Power Bottom Boy from the Hydrocephalus Man memes. You know? <laughs> it's all there, man. Like that's what I mean. I'm tied to this. I don't choose to delve into this. It so pulls wait, me in.
2: It was during one of his bits on the show. They showed yeah. a meme or something, or they showed a picture. It was a
1: picture from the rally. Um, they show his face and his girlfriend's face. Bill Maher cropped my face out, but thankfully I have a tattoo on my forearm that um, identifies me, which is visible in the bit, and mm-hmm. I can point it out. It's, it's at exactly two minutes and 22 seconds Damn, in the QAnon uh, Bill Maher. Like, I wear that with pride because Bill Maher, I'm almost positive, is a straight-up satanic pedophile. There are pictures of him from the Halloween party Uh, i forget which halloween party but he's wearing this full-on occult robe similar to that of jimmy savile and he's wearing the red shoes which are straight in line with the podesta group that are allegedly made out of child flesh i'm almost positive um Um
2: and so, yeah. so you mentioned Jimmy Savile. I, I want to just we'll touch on that real quick, and then we'll keep going with Trump. And you gotta, kid.
1: you gotta help me out here because I am on Vivance right now, so I, I'm very much like zipping around. <laughs>
2: no, yeah, I got you. No, so Jimmy yeah. Savile. So, um, they, David Ike, you know, he's he's the guy that came out in the, what was like the '90s and started talking about this like global conspiracy and the new world order, but then he dropped the whole like lizard, uh, shape shifting lizard theory t- yeah. and everyone started dismissing him and he became a pariah and he was telling people that there's like a group of powerful european royalty that are satanic worshipers and they they sacrifice children and they have like these ranks of like human trafficking and blah blah, blah. no one believed them because you know this guy is crazy he believes that people are you know the, the leaders are shape-shifting lizards but then one of the people that he used to talk about a lot was Jimmy Savile. He used to tell people that, you know, because this, this was a radio personality, a TV personality in, uh, in Europe, in, not in Europe, in fucking what, like England, or, I think, or fucking wherever the fuck. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, it was um, the
1: UK I mainly. Mean, like, and, he and, was popular.
4: Yeah,
2: and he, he had, like, multiple TV shows, and they were all kind of like, he always had kids on them and stuff, and it turns out when he died, all this information came out that he was, in fact, like, a fucking child molester and like did all this crazy stuff with kids and um you know it kind of just validated like what this crazy person like everyone looked at david ike like a crazy person was saying but then when you also consider all the other shit that he was saying about people that were involved in that you go like holy shit and and this ties to what we'll we'll hit on later jeffrey epstein and what all that stuff implies but we were
1: Go ahead. There's something about Jimmy Savile, um, uh, relating to Jeffrey Epstein, um, like the way history views Jimmy Savile uh, isn't the way they tried to perceive it. The way they perceived it was this crazy guy who happened to be a popular guy. It Turns out, oh, who knew he was a pedophile? Almost positive. Um, but like, people need to read. Like, and people do realize. He, was, he had the keys to Buckingham Palace. He was, like, best friends with the Queen of England. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, you know, a big deal, right? Yeah. And, yeah. like, all the power he had. Related to Jeffrey Epstein, I'm afraid people are going to try to make him this lone guy, you know? It, the connections are what is important to be known in history. So we learn about everybody. That's responsible because it's not just them you know what i'm
2: saying yeah for sure yeah because then one guy gets caught and it, it, all the blame goes on him and they, they they don't they stop talking about like you know the bill clintons and and all those people that were associated to to the situation but yeah i mean but look we we were we were on trump and, and connecting trump to keck
3: oh well to bring it back to, it back to where we were it was the yeah. eric trump part where he to, uh, tweeted out the deplorables picture, which had Pepe, the frog with Donald Trump uh, on it.
1: Okay. Let's go chronologically here. So we had just getting myself back on track. I feel like this was in 2015 yeah. summertime. Um, Donald jr. Posts the Pepe picture. I feel like, um, no, I am speaking from memory. Cause I do remember seeing this. That obviously lit so much fuel to the fire of Pepe Frog as a meme oh, yeah, yeah. but what's really noteworthy is why the Anti-Defamation League alongside Hillary Clinton declared Pepe Frog as a hate symbol to be treated the same as a swastika um, excuse me um, let's see here like the Rachel Maddow clip as she shows where like there's a Hillary rally Pepe! and um oh my god you're good <laughs> wow
3: oh cuz i went Dude. i went off uh mic to the side and then i just yelled her <laughs> from the side oh that was you yeah <laughs> i
1: thought that was a button cuz it sounded just like it yeah the the you know that clip um yeah so like yeah she basically did a there. whole
3: news report on how Pepe, Pepe is tall, is, uh connected to the alt-right, and he's a symbol of hatred. And they showed a bunch of frog memes of him dressed as Hitler, as, you know, different ascetic Jews.
2: And it's yeah. bu- it's funny because because, like, that's part of, like, the whole magic, the meme magic and the chaos thing and the frog, like, it becoming, like... It's starting as one thing and just connecting to all these other things and then turning into like a symbol for something that the the pictures that they used were like meta as fuck. Like it was not here, here's Nazi Pepe. He's a proud Nazi and this represents us as Nazis. It was like, yeah. It was, it was all of it. I guess a little level of irony was not fucking um, getting picked up. It was lost on them. Yeah, but like. All of it was satirical. All of it was about fucking identity politics and how ridiculous they are and offending people just because, you know, the whole the whole politically correct movement. And it was just literally like there's been other art movements like this before that were just meant to just like break down all those social norms that have been created. And that's where we were. We were in an uptight politically correct fucking fascist society, really, because people got to that level with the whole political correctness thing. And, it, and 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 it, it, it there emerged like a fucking movement, a fucking I don't know, you know, whatever you want to call it. But that,
1: that was that was all surface level though. Right. Like on the well, surface all that's going on and like people not everybody involved knows like the gravity of the movement that they're in, you know, the how it plays in history. Because right. what's going on is biblical. Right? And like it's, it's all fun and games, and we acknowledge that it's all fun and games, but there's got to be some people that, like, just see it as fun and games. Like,
3: no, I would say that it wasn't fun and games because we literally saw people be deplatformed, people's businesses being ruined, people's lives get uh, completely destroyed because they were doxxed, because they had to fucking, like, a different opinion that wasn't mainstream.
1: That's a good point. There were things like that that I guess tied us together as...
3: Yeah, we were soldiers. ...Chakistanis. know what? We were soldiers in the Great Meme
1: War. Really, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Do you have that clip?
3: Yeah, I'll pull it up right now. Hold on a sec.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Someday you'll tell your grandchildren about the Great Meme War of 2016
1: and how you were part of a movement that fought for America. Not the America of Obama and the progressives and the globalists but the America of your fathers so while we here today celebrate let us not forget
0: the long road ahead it was you who dared to dream the memes of our forefathers and let us ensure that our struggle will not have been in vain and so we will fight on as soldiers brothers and friends
3: brings a tear to my eye shout out to Murdoch Murdoch
2: I, I don't so, approve of Murdoch. Murdoch,
3: <laughs> dude, that show is like genius on so many levels.
1: That was our side, right? Mm-hmm. Th- this, that was our brotherhood camp safety zone. The other side is not warm campfire s'mores. <laughs> it's a whole lot of baby fucking. <laughs> you know
2: i think that's I know what, what we you. were up
1: against okay
2: thank you
1: <laughs> so that's why i feel so like i'm allowed to be so attached to this i feel like i'm patting myself on the back you know it's like i'm doing something good right yeah like it's not about making an ass out of myself it's not about pissing people off mm-hmm. but that's how it is that's how That's our role in this, you know? And like, I hate it. I really hate it, but it is what it is. And we got to carry that, you know, our cross to bear. For the kids? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. No, yes, for the kids, of course. And that's that's when I get lost in like morality. So y'all need to hide your kids. Had your wife
2: and had your husband because they're raping everybody out here. <laughs> that's a classic, though. But Man, it's, it's uh, um, it you know a lot of these things they they do lead to that, and I don't know like when when you when you start like seeing what these people empower and like the the chains of fucking like human trafficking that they have and like how how that's like a global operation and the fact that people are gonna be like, all right, Jeffrey Epstein got fucking arrested or he's dead or whatever so you know now shit's good it's like no that's like one small part of of this bigger thing that is like huge and it's global you know and
4: it, yeah
2: movies well what, what was the fucking movie um was it uh Hostel? yeah where the the group of Hostile rich dudes too. the group of, of rich dudes would fucking have people that they just torture and kill and shit like yeah. I'm certain there's some level of that, if not exactly that, somewhere. No,
3: I'm very sure. That's what it is. That's red, exactly what it is. As much as people say that red rooms don't exist on uh, the deep web, I'm very positive. I'm super really, positive that really things exist. Totally positive. I'm totally positive. I'm 100%. Uh, oh, fuck. I was going to drop an AIDS joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the point the point that needs to be made, though, is that like this is what evil is. Like, you don't know evil until you know evil. Does
2: that make sense? Well, speaking of evil, Moloch. Yeah, this tells, is exactly
1: where we're going. So Tell us like,
2: about Moloch.
1: I, I have a huge issue with my morality because I am constantly in two different worlds when it comes to this spirit battle. You have Keck versus Moloch, which is the chaos and order question because that's, that's basically a moral dilemma because the order that is in place um, is evil in its foundation because of all the strings that are associated with such sadistic activity, right? Mm. But that's society as we know it. A lot of people don't know about those foundations. The alternative to that is chaos, which isn't good, but it's not evil. It's a neutral force. It's a wrecking ball uh a burning down of the rotten forest so to speak if you want to invoke that dark knight alfred speech um and it's a moral dilemma because life as we know it it's like you know it's nice is chaotically destroying everything in the name of uprooting the evil foundations that we don't even see that are underground you know is it the right thing to do is the question. And then you have the clown world, which is the separate world of the chaos versus order, which is straight up fuck order, fuck everything, laugh at it. That's the joker clowns laughing. It's the laughing side of chaos. And with morality in that realm, there is none. So is saving a bunch of children a good thing? Well, it is a good thing, but why are we doing this? Are we doing this to be heroes or are we doing this because we want to have a laugh? And I, I, that question haunts me every single day. I gotta tell you.
2: So the whole chaos and order thing is something that I talk about a lot. Um, yeah. Because I think that, like, to the very foundations of existence, there's a duality, you know. And I think I think there's like sacred fucking geometry, and there's things that like kind of attest to that. But like, there's there's you know like one, two, and three, and zero being like, like holy numbers and shit, or some bullshit like that. But just the idea of duality of like the chaos, order, light, you know, darkness and shit, and it's true. Like chaos. And darkness are neutral because that's what's always there until there's light and order, you know, and form. Form takes effort; that's energy. But the neutral, for for there to be light somewhere, there has to be an effort or something happening to create it. But the neutral is is chaos, and the neutral is the easy to fall into. And like a lot of these things that we see play out through history, are are part of a force that whether it's conscious whether it's an effort by a cabal of fucking you know incestuous fucking ancient bloodlines or just the force of the universe working through through existence and shit there is a duality and an order and a chaos that people whether actively knowing they're doing it or not are are gonna be playing a part of and you you have to try to be a part of the right side i mean whatever the fuck that means to you and it's it's hard to really know what that even means you know as 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 humans when when fucking shit is so dynamic there's so much going on and and it's it's hard to decipher everything that's going on you know realistically
3: yeah so to go back, let to- me ask you something. go ahead go ahead leo well i was just gonna ask
1: what are the odds that a person takes enough acid to alter their brain chemistry and then all of a sudden this yin yang balance starts shaping in the universe? Like, did I just like wake up from something? Am I in a different reality? Like the timing of everything that's happening. You know, I'm sure you guys have timing ties like when all this shit was happening, like, you know, like there's more than just this happening.
3: No, it's a very interesting time in world history at this point to be a part of all this that's going on right now, the duality. duality. Of everything, everything that's going on. You're either one, one side, side or the other. You're either this or you're that. Uh, the, moral the moral compass, compass is so skewed at this point. Like, mind. you could literally take any side so and justify mind. the morality of it.
1: Yeah, there's... So what's the point, then? <laughs>
3: yeah, well, Watch
1: the world burn. So I think... Yes! <laughs> yeah.
2: I, one, of, one, oh of the, one of the famous fucking blowhard philosophers um, had a... A philosophy that was basically about chaos and order a lot and about this this spirit he called it the spirit that's moving through things and is part of a collective efforts of all the things that we've learned from the past implemented into our societies cultures and ways of thinking and and move forward with and he illustrates it in a way that's a, a loop but it's a forward moving loop That like starts on one side, goes around, and comes back. So like, he he accounts for the the mo the pendulum, you know, going back and forth while at the same time moving forward, you know. And that's like life and shit. It it moves forward. There's forward motion, but there's also circular motion at the same time. But point is that he talks a lot about the spirit, and spirit is the effort of of mankind, the kind of the collective consciousness. The, the the movement that keeps happening whether we like it or not you know it's the momentum of cultures and societies thoughts that stick around move forward and a lot of it dissipates and a lot of it stays in the culture you know but we're seeing a huge like movement forward or down or there's like a huge movement because there is a, du- a duality that's being really recognized with everything and and we want more than just that duality now because we understand, you know, things like social media that comes out and it's like a revolutionary technology for communication and connection with people. But then at the same time, it brings out some of the worst elements of people. And, you know, you, you have platforms like Instagram that have like increased fucking teenage female suicide by like fucking two, 300%, you know? And, and, and that's a platform that is also like an expressive, you know, artistic thing and, and and made a lot of things possible for different people that weren't possible before. So it's like we're going through a time right now where we're catching up to something and figuring out where the middle is so that we can work these things out.
1: And it was all prophesized in Chateauley because that's exactly what the digital platform is, you know. Right. And And yeah, and that's
2: that's why I think the whole Keck and Pepe thing and it kind of hit like a nerve, and really spoke to people because when you started seeing like all these things that were being connected to it, it's like, oh fuck, you know, that's kind of kind of insane.
1: It's such a point in history that it's never happened before, and it'll never happen again probably. This shift, I feel like it's like ancient Egypt. Like how long ago was that? That was more than two thousand years ago, wasn't that BC times? I don't like,
3: know, man. 30, maybe 30,000
1: B.C.? I don't know. I don't know. Where's simple.
3: our facts and statistic person of color?
2: Yeah, we, we need a Jamie. Point being,
1: f- long fucking time ago. <laughs> you know? Like, so, yeah. And, like, the evils have also been there, you know? And with the digital media as prophesized, people are starting to see the strings that have been in place for so long. Mm-hmm. And when you look at like New Testament book of revelations, I I think about this a lot. Um, The book of revelations is the story of end times, the uh, rapture, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. But that's And what are revelations? That's unearthing hidden truths, realizations. People are realizing things that haven't been realized in thousands of years about, how power works in terms of like occultism and worship and such and that in itself makes it an end times not necessarily of humanity but of this era of Moloch ruling who might i add where kek is the uh, frog god of chaos and laughter Moloch is the owl god not ancient egypt this is uh, more pagan um demon god of uh, child sacrifice but the order to the kex chaos which makes them such a good duo to fight
2: yeah and the owl is kind of like a symbol of wisdom and knowledge because it sees in the dark and all this um i don't call it nonsense because it makes sense you know but it's 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 interesting it's interesting that those two things got tied together too because i remember when i first started seeing all the stuff about moloch and the the bohemian grove And obviously the first time I heard of it was from Alex Jones. But then you start looking outside of what he was talking about and you start hearing the stories and it's like, oh yeah, no, this is not something he made up or whatever. It's something that's been going on for a while. People have talked about it and just, I guess, kind of dismissed it.
1: Yeah. Like I feel like I, if I remember correctly, the Alex Jones clip where he interviews David Gergen I feel like that was my introduction to Bohemian Grove, if that's what you're talking about. Um, Where he sneaks in, where Alex Jones sneaks in. Yeah. um, From like, and he talks about his 2000 video where he like climbed to the tree, which is a hilarious (laughs) uh, visual to me. Just Alex (laughs) Jones Jones sitting in the tree, filming information of care.
2: A young, a young, yeah, a
1: young young (laughs)
3: Pharaoh. A young (laughs) Pharaoh full of fucking fucking testosterone, Alex Jones.
1: In the tree with a camera, being like, "Holy shit, I'm getting this!" Like, and at the time, he must have been like looking in the Ark of the Covenant.
2: Yeah, the yeah. shit he was
1: witnessing. But like, there's that clip. But then, like, you look at the clip where it's um, footage from a Bill Clinton speech at I think it was a Hillary rally. Some guy uh, uh, yells about Bohemian Club, and Clinton makes the remark, "Oh, that's where all the rich Republicans run around naked." Which is not only a lazy term in terms of divisiveness between the two parties, but stupid because
3: yeah, he was there, he
1: legitimized it.
3: But he was—he was—he's also been recorded being there.
1: Yeah, but like in that statement, he legitimized. He like
3: yeah, yeah. That, because uh, he, he can just, he can just point to congressional records of you know oh that's where all the uh, gamer word. F gamer words fucking hang out. I forget who said it. I think it was uh um, Nixon. He said that's a uh, that's where all the faggots are or whatever.
1: Oh, that's a great recording. Yeah, uh, never shake a man's hand from San Francisco.
4: <laughs>
1: um, I'm pulling up uh How that clip uh How? from Alex Jones because I feel like that audio is worth recording of the um, the uh for the podcast the ceremony because it really illustrates the gravity of the type of like shit you know what i'm saying
2: yeah the the cremation of care
1: yeah well all right it's at 106 in this clip i'll send it to you just to illustrate like this is reality
2: a dude across the lake, right? Have yeah. you been there for the ceremony with uh, the cremation
0: of Carrie?
4: And then skip to, uh, skip skip to 213. That,
0: that, I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. Just... Really? Uh, violated the understanding. That, that was not a gentleman thing to do. But what about the
2: ritual? Is the ritual gentlemanly?
3: The ritual of burning an effigy of a child. Sir, that's, goes, that's
4: what... That I sound, sound I owe you this is... Time,
0: you, you you have you this is what's called ambush journalism and I disrespect you for that as well. So thank you, you. and goodbye.
2: Ambush journalism,
0: dude.
2: I know. We, we were just... actually we were accused of being ambush journalists. <laughs>
3: we <Were you> really? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, they told us we were ambush journalists. Like why? I can't even remember why, but I'm pretty sure it was a lie. Oh,
3: it's because yeah. we brought on somebody who wasn't prepared.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Is that like Nardwar? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Nardward is brilliant, man.
1: Dude, I love Nardward.
2: Yeah, Nardward's great. Shout out to Nardward, the fucking human serviette. I
1: love you, Nardward.
2: Yeah, the best Canadian. Yeah, my probably, Vancouver, one, probably right? my favorite. Is Canadian. the
3: only redeemable leaf out there?
2: Yeah, he's a great Canadian.
1: Yeah, I've been watching a lot of his videos recently.
2: Truly exemplary example of a good Canadian
1: yeah man but um bohemian grove though let me me get back on this because like when i learned about bohemian grove this was before i knew about like jeffrey epstein like in terms of chronologically my stepping stones of my red pill experience if you will um bohemian grove was like my first big pool of like okay this is more than just a couple people this is a web of people and when you look at like the people who are have been like listed to go to bohemian grove it's not like a handful of people it's a lot of fucking people and with the cremation of care ceremony and all that it illustrates the child sacrifice type nature and they, they pass it off as like a fraternity thing but then you have like depositions, like this guy Paul Bonacci, he had a deposition where he talked about his experience as a male prostitute and he talks about um, I'm almost positive uh, he talks about uh, <laughs> fellating, I believe it was Hunter S. Thompson alongside George H.W. Bush um, yeah, and that's like that in itself is, is enough to just be like, nuke the world
2: so wait, you know, he was blowing uh, Hunter S. Thompson he was blowing the author next to Bush.
1: Hunter Eyes Thompson next to H. W. Bush. They yeah. were best buddies, and um, they forced him other? to sodomize a child, oh. uh, like young child, and then kill him. Uh, like a bunch of like sick shit. Like, if you and, ever seen Solo, these 100 were days of Sodom.
2: This is what the uh, what the the dude that was a male prostitute in there said. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen. What's his name again? Paul Bonacci. Oh, yeah, I've heard about him before. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's, I mean.
3: It's a deep rabbit hole.
2: Yeah, one deep, is
3: deeper than a male prostitute's asshole.
1: Is it? Can I pitch an idea to you guys?
3: What? <laughs> you can pitch all you want, baby boy.
1: All right, man. I feel like this needs to be a series because there's so much that, like, needs to be explored in categories. And I have O C D and like this is just like making me salivate, you know, almost the way things are categorized in this realm. Like, there's so much happening and with the with the esoteric side and the and the Pepe's and, and Jeffrey Epstein's. Dude, I gotta tell you what happened with my cousin, man. Like, my cousin got married to this guy that worked for uh, the Obama white house and also worked on house of cards, house of cards has an episode dedicated to Bohemian Grove, yeah. uh, season five, episode eight, I believe. Um, what, and like a weird esoteric pin that we have to this, to this man who worked for specifically both Obama and Biden during their tenure in the white house, uh, my friend flynn who was in our hydrocephalus man power bottom boy memes from the meme war that's our linchpin he's in a picture with him coincidentally i didn't even know who this guy was at the time of me taking this picture yeah. right and then all these like connections start like coming in my face and like that was the start of like a really bad like dude i got lost in this shit. this was this was in december and, like, around that time, I also started communicating with Jimmy Comet from the Pizzagate scandal that we got to talk about. Do you know, like a, you know
3: who that is? Jimmy Comet?
1: Yeah. James Alephantis from uh, Comet Ping Pong.
3: Oh, you oh, started talking, talking, talking to the guy who uh, owns the restaurant?
1: Yeah. Dude, I have I recorded my uh, chat log with him. Um, I'm going to send that to you now. Um, but this was... Uh, um, crazy dude, and like all this shit was happening back to back, like with the wedding and like
3: the, uh, the th- um the thing with that guy is I still can't get over his fucking Instagram.
1: What was going on there?
3: He has That's the how most, we were communicating the most random fucking pictures on there of a little girl with her hands taped to a fucking table, um, a picture of the basement, which he said that there wasn't a basement. And there were just like a few other pictures that were just like out there. I think one he shows his living room, and then it has one of the famous paintings that are like uh like of little girls in fucking a shower, uh, an empty pool, all lined up against the wall.
2: So this was the owner of uh, Comet ping pong. This was the pizza place that supposedly were they were trafficking kids. Yeah, and the dude showed up with his pistol, trying to fucking shoot. Molesters and shit.
3: Well, here's Here's the thing, is the guy guy went went there to quote unquote question and And I think think that that he wouldn't have (laughs) gotten a severe sentence as he got if it wasn't for the fact that somehow either he shot or whatever the fuck or somebody shot, but the point was that a round was shut off and now you basically put him away for like thirty fucking years. Just because one shot went
2: off and no one got no one hit. no one got shot no one got shot I so thought someone
1: got shot no mind you I, I want to add the witnesses <laughs> at the scene um, I've always thought someone got one shot, shot, shot into the floor yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Um, what actually what happened according to James Alafontis the on- the owner of the restaurant <sighs> sorry I'm out of breath I just went upstairs give me a sec <laughs> um, he they said the bullet went through the wall and hit a computer hard drive. Um, where witnesses say, went oh, to wow. <laughs> Coincidence. you
4: know what I'm saying?
1: Like That's cool. makes you think I had to run all the way upstairs to get my phone because I have a chat log with him and I have to send over my phone for something.
3: Oh no. He's trying to cut out. It's, it's the FBI.
2: You're going uh, to make Carlos upset.
3: What, uh, he, doesn't he doesn't like, like, it, when like it. it. Oh yeah. Our, uh, our good buddy, our yeah, best, best reviewer hates, hates it when, it when I play sense. the same soundbite within like the same amount of time frame like but that's yeah, what makes, that makes it, it funny. funny
1: do you want to read this out loud uh, one of you the the chat yeah. log because this is real this is happening to me
3: send it so, angel he's so, a better reader than i am
1: okay uh, i got it uh, well let me let me set this up real quick um let me let me rewind a little bit to august of this year okay or sept august or september Um, I'm working at uh, Domino's. I'm delivering pizzas, okay? Um, My obsession with all this shit has ruined jobs for me in the past, and it hasn't yet for Domino's. I've been holding it inside really well at this job. You
3: haven't shown your power level?
1: Nah. (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein dies, all right? Everybody in the fucking store is talking about Jeffrey Epstein. I fucking explode... Not like of rage or anything, but like of like mouthiness. Cause like I was usually really quiet because I was holding on to like my words very selectively. But like I just start like, you know, going on and on about this Epstein shit because like he just died. People weren't saying Epstein didn't kill himself yet, which I also want to add became a meme yeah. because of memetics and not because of, you know, corporations like the only reason people know that is because it was a meme. Yeah,
3: yeah. everybody, everybody, everybody had, had this inkling feeling, like, okay, how long is it going to be before Jeffrey Epstein fucking magically kills himself? And then the, and then the motherfucker, motherfucker
1: did. did. Dude, I, I that that I busted wide open when that happened, <laughs> and um, so from that point on, i have been like revitalized in the in the issues at hand. Like, I've been digging into it. And from time to time, I would be poking Jimmy Comet on Instagram, like by like tagging him in memes occasionally, or like sending him DMs. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, right after the wedding that happened between my cousin and the guy that worked for you know Obama White House, I start getting DMs from Jimmy Comet.
3: Breathe. Your, your, your can you cut out me
1: being out of breath?
3: I can I tell, tell, man. I'm like so impressed. I'm like, dude, this uh, this guy's autism is like amazing. It's great.
1: Dude, I'm thriving right now. I, I okay. So like, I've been going to therapy the last couple of months, and that's just been fucking me up because I don't know what's real anymore. This is the shit I know. Okay, this is where I live, right? This realm. Exactly, and like. I, I, I keep, the universe is trying to like stretch me like out of it and then like shove my face into its asshole. It's just happening.
3: <laughs> it's trying to get
1: cut along. Nonstra- yeah, like the
2: Africans.
4: Yeah. yeah, the They Africans want you to eat the like- poo
2: poo. <laughs> yeah, the Africans don't like that type of stuff. But, um, You got it, yeah. loaded. I think I understand what you're talking about, man. And so I did find uh, the, the clip or The video rather of the conversation, and um, it starts. He, he, you, you say what's up to him, and he's like, What's up? He told him, Um, hey, we should have a dialogue instead of an unspoken back and forth. You feel me? I'm surprised you messaged me, but I'm glad. And then, uh, Jimmy's, Jimmy, right? Does yeah, Jimmy, yeah.
1: <laughs> was James Elephantis, number 49, most powerful person in D.C., according to GQ magazine, in the year
2: 2008. Wow. <laughs> um, then, do you have, uh, Jimmy says, do you have an, unsp- an unspoken back and forth? Or do we have an unspoken back and forth? Um, I just mean the liking of posts. Oh. You told him. And he said, oh, I did like. You did like my post. I think I like yours. I love Pepe in a my a maga hat. So cute and fun and smart in all caps. And then you told him, uh, "I'm a deli- I'm a deliver of I'm a believer of the PizzaGate scandal,
1: but I really don't want to be." Do you think? Can, it, can you- I can I set this up real quick? Because yeah. I I feel like I need to like go ahead set the groundwork. Right. So at this time I've been trying to like coerce him and like, just try to talk to him because I've read that he is pretty responsive on like Instagram, like making fun of like cute people and shit, like people that talk about, you know, the theory that pedophilia is a thing or whatever. And like, I'm in class, I was taking a class at the time at HCC. Uh, so he was like almost flirtatious, so cute and fun and smart. I love a Pepe and a MAGA hat, like all this shit. And like, I kind of wanted to play reporter. Like, cause if he's talking to me, I want, I want to milk him, you know? And like, I will never regret as much as I do this. He called me on the video, he video called me on Instagram and I ignored it because I was in the classroom and I tried calling him back multiple times and he just didn't, you know, answer so like i like what would have been on the other end of that video call i feel like he would have been like wearing a mask or something and like like fucking the camera maybe <laughs> maybe like, yeah
2: i mean is this what he's known to something. do something
3: you know that's a lesson to everybody if you get a uh, a phone call video phone call from somebody that you hardly know it's being who's, full of taste just
1: take it
2: who's who's possibly running a yeah, human yeah. trafficking pizza uh
1: just take it guys should we give a quick rundown of, of like the logistics of that scandal? Like, sure, Go ahead. does your audience know? That, like, I don't know what anybody,
3: yeah, doing. <laughs> Shit.
2: Pizza Gate. I'm sure the Go. 12
3: people are just all like, Yeah, what is Pizza Gate?
2: Yeah, you could do a quick breakdown of Pizza Gate. What happened? All with right. Pizza Gate?
1: All right, let me break this down real quick. Uh, 2016, these emails surface. Um, side note, these may have been the ones that were stolen by Seth Rich. I believe that they are. not important for the scandal at hand but um there's the batch of podesta emails and in there there are a lot of code words such as pizza hot dogs um and other ones that don't even have um code words like there was one email from john podesta that was like uh i woke up to a toddler rubbing my nose at four in the morning like that's paraphrasing but like then there were other emails that were like uh Obama requested $65,000 of hot dogs for a private White House event. Shit like that.
3: Yeah.
1: And Or uh, you and left like,
3: your handkerchief.
1: Handkerchief is another one of them. And like. Cheese pizza. Cheese pizza. CP. Uh, which I also think is a memetic thing because growing up in the Chans, I yeah. thought cheese pizza was just a, a meme because it said CP. Yeah. I didn't really think of pizza as a symbol who knew pizzagate the scandal the media made it about this restaurant this is in uh stephen colbert monologues and other late night talk show hosts that talked about it when the shooting happened uh is that these alt-right uh trolls really think that hillary clinton runs a child sex ring out of the pizza parlor it's about the emails man what about the emails like well there's no basement in this restaurant i guess these people were proven stupid you know what i'm saying like it's it's the manipulation of information yeah
2: so basically there was a bunch of emails leaked and there was a bunch of cold cold words there was a bunch of words or shit that didn't make sense that people interpreted as cold words and uh how how did the fucking pizza place come into so play, though?
3: one of the things well, on there was the cheese pizza part. CP yeah. are initials that, that uh, pedophiles use on the web to indicate that they have child porn. So, they'll communicate and say they have cheese pizza. Mm. And so, when those words were on there, people linked those together. Well, it's a pizza restaurant. And then this guy's name was coming up in those same emails. The, the
2: owner?
1: Yeah. Hey, are you talking about Jimmy? Yeah. Well, it's important to note that um, not only was he number 49 most powerful or sorry, most influential uh, people in D.C., according to GQ magazine, um, which is a kind of odd title for a guy who owns a pizza place, but he's a very wealthy donor to the DNC and to the Clinton Foundation, and he has ties to uh, actually I, I can't. Uh, detail these ties offhand, but i have seen pictures. He's, let me backtrack. He does have ties to John Podesta. I was thinking if he had ties to Jeffrey Epstein, but I don't know of those, but he has to with all these other connections.
4: Yeah.
1: You know what? There is a theory that um, his connection to Jeffrey Epstein uh, has to do with a hashtag that was all over his Instagram, Jimmy Comet. Uh, There were a lot of pictures of babies sharing the hashtag Karis James. Mm. Um, There's a theory that that stands for Caribbean Island Little St. James. Okay. Um, Which uh, people believe that it could be like a place of transactions or like a elite hangout.
2: Is, Is that where they sell children?
1: Yeah. Probably. But like, there, there's more to it though like there's like they do rituals and shit there yeah according to like the temple because so there's a temple on the islands
2: so so yeah that that that's the connection to a pizza place and then so i guess some dude decided to take uh law the law into his own hands and go or find out what the fuck is going on or go shoot somebody or what the fuck happened because i've always thought that someone got shot
1: nobody got shot
2: Yeah, um, someone got shot, like, on the
1: all of the cameras of the entire area were malfunctioning and not working that day no. um so none of it was captured except for a picture of him with his arms up um he fired one shot that uh people say went into the floor but the official story says went through the wall and hit a computer hard drive um and there's just like that's enough to raise an eyebrow is it not Am i crazy
2: and no, he he, sh- he showed up to fucking see what was going on
3: yeah he came to ask questions and the thing that i find suspicious is the the gun going off because now you've gone from possible harassment and threatening to straight up uh disarmament of a weapon or whatever the fuck they call it then Disturbing. well i think i think it
1: had to have been planned though because if, if all the cameras were malfunctioning, I mean, yeah. it's a perfect way to label this conspiracy theory as dangerous and people are getting endangered. No, of course, you know, it vilifies all the people that are trying to get the word out about elite pedophilia. And only like how many years later would they be vindicated when Jeffrey Epstein becomes a household name? Right. Like, and people are still sleeping on this. People are still not like getting it.
2: Yeah, I've I've had this conversation a few times with a couple people how like this is not one person, this is not a handful of people and these aren't people who are your neighbors per se. These are people who have like a shit ton of money and can can do these things, you know? And mm-hmm. and they they keep getting basically found out and fucking everyone's all surprised but people did their names are certain like fucking um cosby and that's not even someone like who who we're gonna say it's on that level but cosby people in hollywood knew what the fuck he was doing for years for years since the 80s people knew and no one ever said shit you know and that to me that's like on a small level these aren't like fucking people that are part of royalty and fucking have that that type of money you know
1: they're all creepy, but they all have different shades. Bill Cosby's specific flavor was drugging and raping. Um, there are spicier flavors of celebrity uh, evilness, which, such as uh, Jimmy Savile, um, which is I think XX extra hot in terms of spiciness um, on the Savile scale. But um, pssh, uh, but I uh, like. He, he sacrifices children. He kills children. He fucks bodies. Necrophilia. Uh, you know, all the philias, right? He checks yeah. all the boxes. He's
3: on the spectrum.
1: He's on the... It's a spectrum.
2: It really is. The philia spectrum? Yeah. Well, like, this
1: elite spectrum.
3: Can we add bestiality on there? Is that a philia?
1: Yeah, sure. Zoo- oh, zoophilia. Zoophilia. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know... The elite man, they 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 vary, but they're all the same animal. They're all different heads of the same hydra.
2: Yeah, I mean, right. I don't know, it's 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 hard to, to say that it's not the case. I, I I would say that I have as much proof that it is as I the case that people would have to say that it's not, you know? I mean it's it, it more and more and more of that stuff keeps coming out and people People are shouting for the, from the fucking mountains like, Oh, dude, this is what's going on. And everyone gets ignored. And then, like, they die or it, it all comes out and everyone acts brand new and shit.
3: So I looked up the guy. Uh, he ended up apologizing. He said that he was guided by malicious intent from uh, rumors on the internet. Who? Uh, the, the shooter. Oh, okay. And uh, pretty much the prosecutor wrote, He was lucid, deadly serious, and very aware. And he would most likely end up dead or in jail. Uh yeah, so he got four and a half years. So he's out at this point.
2: Four years? We should get him on the podcast.
1: You want to get Welch on the podcast? Yeah. All right.
2: And go. where's Jimmy? What's going on with Jimmy?
1: What's Jimmy comet? Yeah. Oh man, dude. I had that Instagram I that I that had at the, the time. Closed. Huh?
3: I think the restaurant closed, didn't it?
1: Nah, they're still open. I call from time to time. <laughs> but that instagram that i had at the time got hacked because i clicked some link and like it likes like hacked my account and sent everybody else that link
2: yeah
1: and i figured at that time that it must have been happening to everybody the way it was spreading but um yeah i had to make a new account and unfortunately i'm no longer following jimmy Comet because he was a private account mm. but so uh, i know, miss him we, we don't know what's going on with him i miss him though I hope he reaches out. For sexy time, which
3: do you want me to keep reading uh, the sensual fucking uh, text messages you guys were going through?
1: Oh shit! Yeah.
3: Hold on, I got about oh, that. Oh shit! Why does why does Messenger act up like that?
1: This is a thing oh. of where I am now because I've I've dug myself such a deep hole in this shit and and this is just an example of how it was being forced upon me
4: yeah
1: like i didn't ask for jimmy well i did ask for him to talk to me but i didn't yeah. know he would you know
3: <laughs> i didn't know it would happen till it happened yeah so, so you were all like to to cap off where we were leo writes jimmy talk to me jimbo jimmy's responds, what's up hey We should have a dialogue instead of an unspoken back and forth. You feel me? I'm surprised you messaged me, but I'm glad. Do we have an unspoken back and forth? I mean, just the liking of the posts. Oh, did you like my posts? I think I just liked yours. I love a Pepe in a MAGA hat. So cute so fun and smart I'm a believer in Pizzagate scandal but I really don't want to be do you think we can put my you think you can put my mind at ease by answering some questions Jimmy writes back why do you want to it's obvious that Hillary Clinton steals children and then you're like (laughs) it's too dark in the pressing and then he writes back and eats them it's so clear isn't it (laughs) And then you're like, according to the emails, yeah. It's easy to come to that conclusion. But there's definitely room for miscommunication there. Is it a big jump, right? Well, hey,
1: can you pause real quick? Yeah. I want, I want to put an author's note here.
3: <laughs> okay. At,
1: at this time, I was trying to like tap into my negotiator mindset and like find a neutral point. I don't want to be accusing this guy. Of doing anything because i want to talk to him but he's given me all of it
3: jimmy if you're out there we need, to what
1: you.
3: we need to reconnect what's uh what's that uh forum where uh cross lovers meet like you know i saw him at the at the store you were the person with the brown shirt, and I had a, a cute little green I think, dress on. Uh, mist-,
2: mist encounters.
3: Mist encounters. Leo stars with mist encounters.
2: Yeah.
1: Is it? Is it with Jimmy? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Jimmy. Looking for Jimmy. Jimmy, if nah. you can hear this.
3: I don't like that, man. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Jimmy writes back. Well, what about all the missing emails? And then, video chat comes through. You respond. I'm in class right now. I don't want to video chat, though. This sounds dirty. I do want to video chat, though.
2: You, dude, you, if you would have answered, it would have been a dick pic. Yeah, it would, yeah, have, it would been have been a dick his, pic. His dick fucking hang.
3: Jimmy comes back with, Oh, okay. Class, what bullshit is that? <laughs> the man. The loser. You respond with, Hey, man. I gotta get a career. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy responds, Class?
1: uh you respond, we had a camaraderie yeah we were really bouncing back and forth it was it was exciting
3: then you respond uh general philosophy and the video keeps cutting out every time i get to it uh but yeah you were taking philosophy at that time uh,
1: i could i could get it uh i wasn't taking a philosophy oh class. you were trying
3: to give him the snapchat you were trying to snapchat him
1: Oh, I was ju- I was taking general psychology, and then I said, do you have Snapchat? And then you Ooh, know, that was wow. it. That's all I got from that conversation.
3: <laughs> that was the sexiest conversation we've ever had. I'm almost positive. It
2: had an overtone of uh, sexual tension.
1: Dude, I feel like I had <laughs> sexual chemistry with James Aliphantos. Yeah. What's that say?
2: I don't know. You just don't want to end up in his basement. Oh, there yeah, is no basement. Dude? You don't want to end up on a pizza.
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs>
1: what am I?
2: So so, and and now, how this all of this tied to the fucking Joker? And I don't know what clown world is,
1: bro. Well, okay, so all right, y- you know how Pepe was painted as such a Nazi symbol um, yeah. by the media. Um, my personal belief is that of course he's not a nazi symbol but i think of pepe frog as a shapeshifter he can take any form you put him to like he's a he's a medium
4: Uh
1: he's a vessel to put any message and clown world i guess the idea of the laughter within chaos uh just manifested in the in the clown face um this was around the time that Joker was coming out, but I don't necessarily believe that it was responsible.
3: No clown world had, uh, the meme had been around at least a year before the Joker movie came out. And it was a chan thing to describe basically how upside down the world was. So, uh, you know, people leaving their families, uh, not continuing a bloodline type of thing where you just completely just ask backwards the way the world was supposed to work clown world.
0: It is the driving force behind the dying of this world. It turns man into material. Where there was once meaning, there's only meaninglessness. One cannot touch it, but when it draws near, one is filled with apathy and cowardice. It can drive a son to hate his mother, The father to abandon his daughter can make a man wish death upon his own race.
1: Clown world.
0: Clown world, indeed.
1: Zero morality. We live in a society. uh, Awareness. Yo, let me show you this tattoo real quick. I got this tattoo on my leg.
3: Okay, I thought he was going to show us his ass.
2: That's nice. It's the Joker.
1: I got got Joker because at the time when Joker was coming out, it wasn't necessarily a Kekistani meme war time per se, but I feel like I was in a battlefield um, in clown world because I'm always questioning my morality. And Joker, as a character in literature, uh, is zero chains of morality laughing at evil in the face and that's like the scariest thing to me but it's also the most titillating thing it's 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 sexual like my chemistry with Jimmy Comet uh, which is scary
2: hey you know? uh, show me your, your fucking toes I didn't say Man. that that's this, guy, that's this guy's soundboard he, he's got strange recordings of me Likes my toes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
3: You showed us your foot, so I was all getting ready. I'm all like, oh, man. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to drop this guy's line where he says.
2: Hey, uh, show me your, your fucking toes. This guy has uh, some Dude, foot this fetish. is my leg. Yeah, no, this guy was hoping you'd show him your feet because he's got a foot fetish.
1: Oh, no, nah, dude. I, Dan Schneider ruined feet for me. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> who Who ruined feet for you? Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Wow. Who, who's Dan Who, Schneider? I think we need to talk about Dan Schneider for a moment. Dan Schneider was the uh, executive producer behind Nickelodeon hit shows
3: oh, such guy.
1: as All That, The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, which was a huge hot tamale, iCarly, <laughs> Victorious. And one of the things that unite all of these shows that make it such a cinematic universe of, of connections is that they all fetishize children's feet.
2: Have you ever tried to get your whole big toe in your mouth? Check this yeah. out.
1: Yeah, to, to such a degree that the Nickelodeon logo was a fucking foot, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, remember that? I, I remember I, that.
2: I, I vaguely remember that.
1: When it wasn't a jizz splatter, I assume. At this point, it fucking would be a jizz splatter when it was just a splat. Uh, it was a fucking foot. <laughs> no. And, like...
3: Yeah. Dan Schneider recently, he got in trouble. He's actually being... He got fired for another accusation. You got from, me too? Yeah, but... Are we going to believe? This is multiple ones at this point.
2: So you believe women?
3: There's a there's a clip from the girl from... Uh, I can't remember. She's the blonde one from the iCarly show. Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah, she does a TikTok where she says, this is what you've done to me, Dan Schneider, and she's, like, fucking all wrecked and shit.
1: Hey, Dan Schneider. I know you're watching my Vine. Do you like my Vine? Vine. 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 Look what you've done to me. Dan Schneider actually just appeared recently in a victorious reunion that happened on Zoom, and he looks completely different. He lost, like, 100 pounds. He has a goatee. He looks like he's hiding. Because he does not look like Dan Schneider.
2: He doesn't look at like the Dan Schneider you love and remember.
1: No, and like when you look at all the pictures of him with kids being creepy and shit, and like the pictures of like him in the Victoria, or not, uh, Zoe 101 cast, they look like pornographic almost. They're sitting on his lap. And then you look at iCarly, fucking Michelle Obama was on iCarly, and there are pictures of her mingling with Dan Schneider behind the scenes. Like when you talk about evil connections, this is as broad as day,
3: man. And um, it's it, Yeah. I'm I'm it's, very positive that I've seen I'm almost positive that I've seen deleted footage or at least backstage footage of some hot tub scene where Jan is all uh, Dan Snyder's all like, No 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 You gotta lift, you know, your feet up more so that they're you know, exposed so that we can see the, the feet, you know, out of the thing. So he's like taking the girls' feet out of the buff and I want them like this, in full view of the camera. And like he really emphasized like it was it was almost creepy. Was it the Amanda
1: show? Amanda. I think it Jacuzzi? might have been the
3: Amanda show. If we if that's the clip. Because I was gonna say Amanda, but I wasn't entirely sure.
2: It's almost creepy. Is it's this almost creepy? That's what we should call this segment about Dan, Dan Snyder. Almost creepy.
1: <laughs> now I have a I have a myth that, that I've learned that I believe is fact. I'm not sure if the timeline lines up if either of you can uh, verify this, but f- from what I've read, I believe that Dan Schneider um, knocked up Jamie Lynn Spears, resulting in the yeah. pregnancy that canceled Zoe 101.
3: That is is that is a big rumor, yeah.
1: And <laughs> the, the timeline that I question is, I believe that that's what triggered Britney's hair shaving meltdown. Yeah, that that is correct. Does that timeline that, add up, though?
3: Yeah, that uh, timeline adds up. My God. That's that's probably what added to her breakdown. Along with fucking being exploited by Disney and fucking all these other fucking companies for so long, she fucking went off the deep end. And it was that's happening to her sister. She dragged her sister into that fucking world.
1: Ripple effect. Yeah. You can see it all. All the strings are visible. So good, it's man. True. It's
2: true. If you look closely enough, you'll yeah. see it.
3: If you look closely enough, you can see uh, Dan Schneider's fucking ball hair. Link everybody. Yeah.
2: It makes... You can see, you see Dan Schneider's ball hair making an owl, a tiny owl, on the dollar bill. <laughs> and it's watching you. And it's always going to watch you till it's inside your fucking, behind your ear. And it's tracking you, and you get locked out of society.
3: Whoa, man, too deep. Uh, we got into Dan Schneider, but we were on Clown World. We oh down, yeah, clown we world. We went down the rabbit hole. Well, this is
2: clown world. Isn't we, we went down is another world. glory hole again. And why don't you have the little Hong Kong? What kind of fucking bullshit is this?
3: I was trying to be prepared, man. What Hong Kong? You know, just a little Hong Kong. You know, like the clown. He wants. He wants me uh-huh. to get a soundbite.
1: I'm migrating back to my room because <laughs> the wife is being stupid again. I came up here to get my phone. but yeah. I got it now, so. <laughs> <laughs> The um, yeah,
2: Dan Schneider. That he's got a foot fetish, like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Or my my weed man, my weed man has a foot fetish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> honk honk. Yeah, honk
2: honk twice. Okay. It's like um, uh, you remember fucking uh, the clown from Howard Stern?
4: Yeah. The sad uh, the fucking racist clown. Like, yeah,
2: he the crackhead all cracked clown. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one? A uh, clown
3: from uh, Howard Stern. He uh, looked like disheveled, fucking bum clown. Yeah, he
2: was a, like a homeless crackhead clown that would come on oh, Howard no. Stern, and um, it was it was actually pretty sad. <laughs> the whole thing. Every time he'd go on there, it'd be depressing as fuck. But I guess that was the bit. Yeah, that was the bit. Yeah, Howard Stern is. Is old school Howard Stern, is, is the
1: best Howard Stern.
2: Yeah, it's, it's fucking good shit, man.
1: Artie Lang, Artie Lang years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Artie Lang, Artie Lang, Artie Lang lost his nose and so deflated.
1: Dude, I saw him. He looks like a completely different person. He,
2: he looks like, a, like he died and was embalmed and is being well preserved. Like, he looks fucking wild as fuck, dude. It's weird.
1: I've been watching a lot of Beetlejuice clips lately. Nice.
2: What's going on with Beetlejuice? Has it spoken to you?
1: No, I wish I love. Oh, Beetlejuice! Beetlejuice
2: fucking Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. Yeah, yeah Beetlejuice is the shit. That's my home. He's my favorite. Yeah, and he's still alive.
1: I know. That's
2: yeah, that's my dream to meet him. Beetlejuice.
1: Oh
3: yeah, I'm okay. sure you could get like a hundred bucks and he'd fly out to see you.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the pandemic.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's true.
3: Beetlejuice probably doesn't believe in that shit.
2: You gotta that's start. True. You gotta that's start. A, start a GoFundMe.
1: No, nah, that's gonna be my Make a Wish Foundation wish.
2: Yeah, yeah. To to see Beetlejuice, that'd be that'd be great.
3: So we had once again back to the thing. Fucking you. We, Clown World was emerging on the chance it was taking over the Facebook, and then the Joker came out, which was peak fucking. Uh, clown world in my view
1: absolutely um one of the common misconceptions about my joker tattoo is because i got it because of that movie um because it is of joaquin joker i had been planning a joker tattoo for years before that but that was ultimately the skin i decided to use just because the movie was about to come out and like i thought it was the prettiest yeah. and i feel like i kind of fucked myself with that because that's like the most like realistic look at mental case cause like that's what I've that's my eschewed feared vision of myself you know person talking about keck shit sounds like acid talk you know and like, like exactly what's real man
2: yeah this is what people have been trying to figure out for uh, <laughs> for like uh, 200 years <laughs>
1: I yeah. think
3: 200 years more than that I mean you a know, oh, well, longer yeah. the um, philosophers yeah no I I saw that movie and it really spoke to me I, I don't know if it's like a meme right now like oh man it speaks to everybody fucking but I can't see anything wrong with that movie there's like one part that I could be like you could shorten that part but overall that movie spoke to me it was a cinematic masterpiece and I think it'll be preserved uh, for years to come as a movie of it's time
1: I would like to point out a very special tie that it has with the esoteric side of Clown World. If you think back to the release of Joker, there were fear of mass shootings. Is that correct? Yep. (laughs) There were. What was that about? You know, uh,
3: what's it called? Uh, Frozen 2 actually has more mass shootings than fucking the Joker.
1: I believe that was a machete attack. (laughs) Well, whatever.
2: (laughs) I I went to go see the Joker... And I wanted to see it when it came out. Not not the night of, but, like, that week.
4: Yeah. And
2: uh, my girlfriend was going to be working, but I was going to go see it. So I was like, I'll just, I'm will just, gonna go. i just going to go. I'll go to the movies by myself. And I had a book bag, and there was, like, mad security. And there's never been security in this theater, ever. There was, like, at least a dozen, like, off-duty cops just walking around and shit everywhere in the theater. It's fucking hilarious. And then I, I go upstairs. I have a I had a book bag and the chick fucking when I went up there just looked at me crazy. Like she just looked at me, she like stopped and looked at me like kind of like suspicious. And I walked up to her to give her the ticket and she was like, Uh, 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 can I can I see your bag? And I'm like I was <laughs> like, Yeah, here, check it out. And you, I, I had a bunch of stuff. I wouldn't in there.
3: blame her, just look at you. You look almost Muslim. You're fucking crazy looking tattoos all over you. Right now you're wearing a don't tread on me fucking shirt.
1: Wait, what kind of bag did you have?
2: She, uh, a a green messenger bag.
1: Dude, let me tell you this. I've worked at three different movie theaters in my lifetime. If I saw you coming in with a bag, best believe you'd you'd get the full, uh, what's the term? The, uh, pat down. Assume
2: the position to like squat and cough spread the, my uh, butt yeah, stop and frisk
4: is, <laughs> yeah and no, also this Dude. chick
2: this chick was like yeah can i see your bag and i opened it and had a bunch of snacks and and she didn't give a fuck she was just so happy i didn't have a gun i was like
1: "Fuck it." That's <laughs>
2: good though
3: oh thank god thank god he's just Dude. a regular person
1: and when when suicide squad came out i was working at amc you guys have amc theaters right that's like a yeah before they died like a week ago um Suicide Squad came out, and some guy came to the premiere dressed as the Joker. And, like, me and some other coworkers were, like, just staring at him and staring at each other, like, trying to figure out, like, how this was going to go down. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, but, like, I don't know. The the,
2: the fear with the Joker movie was, like, real. Like, they legit thought some shit was going to go down. The
3: thing that happened with The Dark Knight, you have to remember. This guy went into the theater Normal. He then exited through the fucking fire escape, let propped it open, then went to his car, then grabbed the guns, then grabbed everything else that he was going to do, the jacket and all that shit, then came in back in shooting through the front of the theater. So he didn't show well, up with the shit on.
1: But this is still like really important information to have when talking about violence incited by Joker films.
4: <laughs> you I mean, this know, one... it,
1: this is only four years before. Yeah. This happened in 2012. Um, what I'm talking about because that's when Suicide Squad came out 2016, only four years after. So, like, when we see a dude dressed as the Joker, mind you, um, he wasn't actually dressed as the Joker, by the way, James Holmes. No, um, he had red hair, and the Joker quote came from some police officer, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it's since been labeled a misquote, but that in itself, like, stapled Joker as a mass shooting character you know and it's you know a chaos thing and like it's unfortunate but like that's like what it is
2: yeah that's true i mean and i do remember them saying that he was dressed like the joker and seeing him and i was like uh maybe like you know how in fighting games when you pick the same character, you get, like, a slightly different version of the same character. <laughs> That's what he was. Yeah, he was, like, a fucking bootleg fighting game version. Like, alternate costume. Because I mm-hmm. was like, this guy doesn't look like a fucking Joker. But, I mean, so, cl- are we so we're perpetually stuck in Clown World? Because I feel like that, that hasn't ended. Clown World, are we still in the midst of Clown World? How about that year where all the clowns were showing up and fucking being creepy?
3: That was, yeah. What what understand? Understand. That was that was around the same time. Wasn't that was not that 2016? That was, yeah, that was that's why that was peak, like clown world.
2: Yeah, those creepy clowns showing up, fucking chasing people around. That's that's great too. I love that. Clown
3: world right now has transformed a little bit into the whole transgender movement. I mean, there's a famous <laughs> one of uh, of a Pepe the Frog with the clown fucking wig on. And uh, yeah. he has a hole where his fucking dick is. And he's all like, I'm a woman now. And his mom's like so happy and his dad's fucking crying.
1: <laughs> I gotta I got tell you, chronologically speaking, Clown World, uh, I feel like it peaked with Joker. Yeah. But around that time, that's when I jumped off of the ship and I created my own world called Nightmare World. Nightmare um, World. Yeah, I was no longer identifying a... a phase of a movement I was it was specifically in my own phase and I had created nightmare world because like the the moral battle of within Like, is it okay to laugh at XYZ why am I rooting for a greater good if XYZ is the reasoning like I feel like OCD is a huge part of it because like I'm always questioning why I'm thinking the way that I'm, that I'm thinking you know
2: yeah have you been able to figure out a good balance between fucking, you know, kind of staying what could be considered righteous and, and, and and not drifting into uh, I guess chaos.
3: Absurdism.
1: Well, it's strange because I I was kind of saved by the whole pandemic. I was drowning in, uh, what Jordan Peterson calls the underworld, uh, which is basically the, uh, like in literature, the mindset of chaos. Um, In literature, it's where Beowulf goes to fight the dragon to get a pot of gold, because that's like the ultimate image of uh, infinite uh, possibility. You either get killed by a dragon or you get everything with gold. It's like basically anything is possible within chaos, but it's also a scary place because you can get killed by a dragon. And that's where, you know, I, dug myself into and that's what i've labeled as nightmare world um
2: yeah but, but that's, that, that's part of the journey you know
1: it's, but that's where everybody everybody's gotten to the underworld of chaos with yeah. the pandemic the entire world is cloaked in chaos right now it's no longer myself i branched off to my own chaos thing and it probably lasted two months before it caught up with me in the shape of the entire planet with a pandemic you know what i'm saying okay the universe is being really loud right now, and I can't interpret what it's trying to say. I got you. What do you think it's trying to say?
2: I don't know. I mean, I think it's part. It's part of the same. Just motion. You know, it's the, that movement through through all of it. You know, the the chaos. The chaos is pretty much always going to be there. You know, you make your way out of it you you find that light you create that light when you can't find it and shit and that's part of what the whole uh analogy of the dragon and the treasure and all of that is it's like you know braving it you know when other men don't don't do it you being the one that's willing to go and you know fucking battle the dragon and get the the riches and the everything else associated to that but it's yeah it's it's part of just the movement and that's just a metaphor for pretty much anything in life where you're going to be stepping out of your comfort zone. You're going to be breaking any type of cycle. You're going to be like um, building something or, or, or stepping out of a certain situation. So it's kind of how I see it. Just that, that, that battle that is always chaos and order, you know, but it fluctuates.
1: It's, it's a neutralizer. It's, it's cleaning the battle or evening the playing board. I feel like, Everybody's on the same nothingness. Everybody's free floating.
2: Yeah. That's one way to look at it for sure.
1: Um, That's util people can utilize chaos. And one reason why Trump is such an agent of tech is because similar to how Batman uses smoke grenades to maneuver in the shadows, Trump uses chaos and that's how he can manipulate anything to do anything he wants. Um, he got rich through chaos by means of uh, stock market crashes. He bought low, sold high, got rich. Um, he manipulates the media through chaos. He says one thing to evoke a certain reaction, uses the chaos to maneuver and do something else. Uh, and it's, it's gotten to a point where I think chaos is just becoming like another form of matter. Like you have solid liquid gaseous and then chaotic is just getting so potent,
2: yeah you know what I'm saying Nah, it's it it's always a constant back and forth, and chaos is to neutral, so it is as, as, as long as the the people who are who are working towards fucking being good and doing good and and basically the light as long as the light is maintained like you know the the chaos is kind of just going to be relegated to where where the light doesn't reach and shit and 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 when that light fucking dims it used to go back to that neutral level and it's 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 like a metaphor but at the same time i think that that's part of what fucking drives everything you know I and mean, like everything could be broken down to to think to being thought of in that with that
1: framework you know absolutely Absolutely, I need floaties, dude. If I'm gonna keep up with these waves, <laughs> for sure. Dude.
2: Yeah, I can't even. I can't swim, dude. I'll fucking. You know, I'm not good at swimming, so I need floaties. I can't
1: so. swim either. Anytime I would go in a pool as a as a young kid, I would just float. You're fucking.
2: You live in Florida, though. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. And you're syphilis man. Yeah, dude. And you can't swim.
1: <laughs> nah, dude. I have another fucking hydro type. Get this. I had a fucking, uh, it's called a hydro seal. It's like a swollen testicle uh, because of like fluid or something. And it's called a hydro seal. And that was after Hydrocephalus Man. And I feel like Hydro Man from Spider Man. You know? Oh, <laughs> <Dude, that's>, Yeah. <laughs> you you ever been on the Spider Man ride from no. Universal Studios?
3: No, we don't go to Florida yeah. for our attractions.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
3: Missing out, dude. Go heard... to great America over here in the great state of Illinois.
2: No, all right. I just haven't gotten a chance to.
1: I've been to Chicago.
2: Yeah, when are you gonna come back, dude? It's
1: been a while. I I do need to. Come, yeah, I want to so get the fuck out of here. I've been in my house for twenty seven years.
2: Yeah, well, if you come to Chicago, fucking uh, you could stay in this guy's backyard. He'll make you a uh, fucking... He uh, can have a tent. Yeah, he'll make you a, uh, a mobile tent.
0: Squatters rights!
1: <laughs> this sounds lit. Yeah, it'll be fun.
0: <laughs> fucking based!
1: Yeah, man. You gotta wait for zombies, and then I'm gonna, like, have a caravan.
2: You think my, the zombies uh, are still gun? coming? Hmm? You think the zombies are still coming?
1: Dude, I don't... I'm not guessing anything. It's just... The most ridiculous thing you can pull out of your ass. I just grabbed zombie. It's just as realistic as me uh, sneezing tomorrow. Anything goes right now.
3: Damn, that like, serious to me.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. It's chaos everywhere, dude. Anything is possible. Anything goes. It is. Every day is something new.
2: It's probably how it's always going to be and shit, you know. You just gotta be ready.
1: But you gotta admit though, it's 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 grown higher in frequency in recent times.
2: I think we're just more aware of it. I think it's always been this level. I think there's always been this level of everything. Whether it's the level of violence, the level of you know, the the level of like fucking just chaos and shit like i think it, it fluctuates a little bit but i don't know that that it's ever been any any less you know because like I'm sh- we i'm sick of being social we, we have not this, this society now and shit but like at, at a certain point what well, we had to deal with fucking like real hardcore diseases you know actual survival f- you know farming fucking hunting like
1: well well like i viewed, i feel trump's arrival into the white house as a uh chaotic burst like i visualize it similar to the comet hitting the dinosaurs thank you because that's like that was a huge upset like there's i believe in waves you know things go left and right but that moment in history was a pivot of some sort
2: yeah
1: uh something happened i don't know if it was a big wave or or uh, the universe being destroyed and then cloned a bunch of times, and we're in parallel dimensions. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but Probably something's that. going on.
2: Probably the 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 cloning dimension. But...
3: I'm glad I'm in this one. This one's got the most fucking <laughs>, laughs in it.
2: Yeah,
1: we're enjoying it. We have we have Clown World. We have Keck.
2: Yeah, we it's, have. It's nice. We have, have Moloch. We have Clown World. We have Keck. We have fucking syphilis man, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. You know it all. You play... gotta get
1: Power Bottom Boy on here
2: our bottom boy we'll have we'll have you guys come and visit for for the regular show and 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 talk some shit with us on the news
1: hell yeah honk honk
2: well dude fucking thanks a lot for coming on man
1: dude thank you so Um, much for having me it's such a pleasure
2: no it's it's been fucking great having you dude um you know, like we'll, like I said, we'll have you and and a uh, power bottom boy. <laughs> does he know we still call? Is, does do
1: you I ever call, call him that? that? You
3: still
2: call him that? Wow. I I only call him
1: that. Yeah. He just lived forever, man. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Man. It was the best. I've always been his Robin. That made me the alpha,
2: and it was very. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't enjoy that at all. Then that's that's what's up, dude. Beta. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You you know now I can't wait to remind him that he's power bottom boy. You know. Like that's gonna be Fuck nice yeah, dude. <laughs> we're gonna have to make you like an intro too like we're gonna have to find like a a Batman style song like a cheesy Batman style song and yeah. make like a whole fucking <laughs> yeah 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 it's gonna it's gonna be good. it's gonna be good I stuff go. yeah, it's gonna be good stuff oh my
1: God
2: but anyway man, so yeah, it's, man. it's been fucking great having you and shit um we'll we'll catch back up again. thanks for all the fucking information. Um, yeah, thanks for so that So this is black Sir Rollington for Van Rollington And Leo saying Keep an eye to the sky, near to the ground Be vigilant and stay kind so
0: well, Those icy fingers Up and down my spine The same old Witchcraft when your eyes Meet mine The same old tingle that I feel inside And then that elevator starts its ride And down and down I go Round and round I go Like a leaf that's thrown in the tide I should stay away But what can I do? I hear your name And I'm aflame A flame with such a burning desire That only your kiss, kiss, kiss Can put out the fire You're the lover I have waited for You're the mate that fate had me created for And every time your lips meet mine Darling, down and down I go Round and round I go in a spin. I'm loving that spin that I'm in under that old black magic hole. I hear your name And I'm aflame Aflame With such a burning desire That only your kiss, baby Can put out the fire You're the lover I have waited for You're the mate That fate had me created for And every time Your lips meet mine, oh, darling, down and down I go, around and around I go, in a spin. I'm loving the spin that I'm in, under that old black magic hole.